You're listening to Once, episode 120, Dark Hollow, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. We are so happy to have you listening with us. We just got finished watching Dark Hollow. Great dark episode. Mysterious. Love seeing the shadows in it. And these are just <laughs> our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place in our thoughts and theories, but that's where your feedback comes in for our full discussion later on this week. And I'll tell you how you can send that feedback later on. But... What did you think of this episode, Jeremy? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. It made me feel like I could swim in the ocean or walk on the land <laughs> or be in whatever realm I wanted. I think it made me feel like a mermaid. So that's maybe I'll come up with a better, uh, you know, synopsis later on that doesn't make me feel like a mermaid. Okay. You're growing some <laughs> fins there, I can tell. <laughs> when you lie, your fins grow. Oh, I loved like Murnokio. Yeah, I loved seeing Storybrooke in this episode. And we got to see several Storybrooke characters again that we haven't seen since last season. I know. It made me feel like I went home. (laughs) (laughs) We saw Archie, Team 7, especially uh, Grumpy or Leroy. We saw, uh, uh, what's her name? Granny at the diner. Yes. And we got a reference to Ruby. Yes, a rather <laughs> hilarious reference. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good, really fun. And so now we discover that we were wrong about who's in the box. We were. I think I remember one of our listeners predicting that maybe Wendy was in the box. And I think I pretty much poo-pooed that yeah, idea. Because before this episode, of course before this episode, we had no reason really to think... Or there didn't seem to be any indication that it would be Wendy and there was no connection there, but it seemed like it would be someone. I was so certain it would be Rumpelstiltskin's father. Clearly, I was wrong. Yeah, I couldn't quite imagine. I don't know. I I kind of agreed logically, but I couldn't. I was having a really hard time imagining him having a presence in the show, if that makes sense. Yeah, and even during our live chat, which we do on every Sunday night for the Eastern and Central Time viewers, one of our listeners, CatGirlWog on Twitter, had actually predicted that maybe these two people that came into Storybrooke, John and Michael, now we know their names, were blackmailed. And that was early on while we were watching the episode. And sure enough, she was right. Later on, she tweeted, yay, I was right. So (laughs) good job on that. And you guys who guessed that... Wendy was in the box. Good job. So Wendy is in Neverland. I'm trying to think here. Henry, Wendy, Winry, or um, I mean Hen Hendy. No, Hendy, no, not or doing that. Winry. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> not doing that. There is not enough room in Neverland for all the ships. Not enough. So she's not dying. She's not dying. She's a little too good of a liar, I guess, 
it breaks your will to be held captive for over a century. Yeah. So why did her brothers age? Does he just send them off Neverland so often that they've grown up? I, mm, yeah. They said keeps them alive, but I don't know of any other way to keep them alive other than to keep them in Neverland a lot of the time. Unless it's just somehow he's enchanted them and he sent some magic or some potion or something that it could be something that they're willing to stay alive too. And so they're willing to take whatever potion he's sending them Hmm. because they know as long as they stay alive, then they can help free Wendy. Hmm. Interesting that they did still come back into it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. And I'm glad they didn't put up a whole lot of a fight, like go through a couple of weeks of them being the really bad guys and blah, 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 The blah. mean nerds. They were just Because doing... they look a little nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> they were so... I There was something about them like, who are these guys? They're so stylized. They weren't just henchmen, I could tell, but I couldn't figure out what their deal was. Yeah, that was cool to bring them in. So all of those predictions before about Wendy starting the home office were not as far off as we originally thought. Not as far. <laughs> John and Michael are sort connected. Of. Not They're... the whole organization and, you know, yeah, descendants and all that that people were theorizing about. I look forward to taking a closer eye on what their license plate actually said, where they were from. I got the numbers from 029EAW. It was I some think. cloak. It took off their bumper. That makes... Yeah. It's not just a cloak. Well, it, I think that makes more sense then because it's not only... To hide the island, but also, I mean, not the island, the, huh. <laughs> the town, but also to protect the town. So it's like an iron cloak. You can't get through it. An iron cloak. Yeah, that's, uh, sorry, that's not my original idea. But we did see that Pan can feel when someone leaves Neverland. Yes. So he really is in tune with every grain of sand. Huh. I guess she left without your permission, didn't she? Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, also, now, maybe we've said this before. I'm trying to remember if there was another episode that seemed to take place entirely in one time frame. Oh. Um, I I think... So I'm trying to remember which one, but I think it might have been one of the ones. What? Well, maybe the chat room will help us out. But not only was it in the same time frame, but uh, there was one character that was present in both realms throughout the episode. Yeah. Ariel, which we've never had. Somebody going back and forth and connecting the storylines in that way. Yeah, that was cool to see. And this now we know exactly how long they've been in Neverland. Only five days. Five days storybrook time. Yeah, that's true. It's starting to seem like one endless night in Neverland. Yeah. Oh, and the chat room is letting us know the episode Into the Deep was another one that was only... I mean, it was all in the same time frame. No flashbacks. Hmm. Thank you, chat room. Thank you. I don't remember what those storylines were anymore, but... What do you think about 
now this this love triangle that Emma is shutting down, but the the two boys are acting like teenage boys. No, let me show her. Let me do it. Let I me... think it's incredibly annoying, honestly. But thankfully, this show has lately had a track record of ending annoying things rapidly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just let it play out before I get too irritated. But it's already on my nerves. Well, and Emma even said that she chooses Henry, which is basically saying, I choose neither of you guys. Which is stupid because we all know that eventually... She's going to choose one or the other, and everybody knows it. So yeah. just go ahead and say it however you want. But yeah, stop the distractions. Focus on Henry. Let life play out later. Whatever. I just have to say one of their arms was a little too spring-loaded, because go ahead and fight over the lighter. But okay, when it comes time for you guys to lose it, I think chucking it 10 feet is a little over the top. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> well, when two boys are fighting over a girl, weird things happen. But apparently their shadows slash souls are stickier than Greg's was. Yeah. Because they were sort of struggling for a little while. So we do know now that one of those shadows is, I mean, the main shadow is actually Pan's shadow. Yes. It's not someone else's, but it's its own entity. There are an awful lot of shadows, and I'm glad they all disappear when one is captured. It, it was probably that since he's the boss of them all, they just suddenly scared, got scared. and Apparently he's also the away. stupidest, because he's the only one who goes straight for the flame. <laughs> Apparently more than once now. Well, it looked more like he was being caught by the flame. Meh. Fine. Like sucked in. Fine. I mean, <laughs> which fine. It's on the level of burning red room. Search the internet for if you want some comedy reading, search the internet for light bulb dark suckers. And it's this whole article that someone read, wrote up uh from a comedy perspective. Oh. <laughs> calling light bulbs actually dark suckers, that they suck darkness out of a room. They don't light a room, they <laughs> suck the darkness out, and that darkness is faster than light and all of this stuff it's a fun <laughs> article to read and maybe we'll even put a link to it in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 120 if i can find that link but it's a fun little article but that's what made me think of this because the dark the the light from the candle sucked the dark shadow into it at, okay. at least that's the way it looked to me from this. <laughs> well that's nice light cast shadows my friends that's what happens no, it's objects cast shadows. <laughs> Let's theorize about the nature of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Emma lit the candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the whole light darn you magic. Mm-hmm. And and really with kind of a a gesture, <laughs> like like she concentrated, and then she just kind of swiped her fingers, and she's like, "There, it's all lit." Swipe to unlock. <laughs> Ain't no thing. W- what do you think about Pandora's box? It's... I think you don't open Pandora's box. <laughs> they said it contains the world's darkest evil. Yeah. So, like what? It, we they might... need to stop using these superlative words because they're overusing them and making us a little bit confused. Like like most powerful practitioners of magic mm-hmm. it's kind of pigeonholing yourself isn't it a little bit yeah 
So whatever they do with Pandora's box, they can never, ever, ever do anything more evil. Ever. Well, Pandora's box. And we may be tempted to think there's an object or a person or an entity that will come out. I don't. I pretty much just think you open the box and everything is over. It's just bad. In our chat room just now, Slurpees108 pointed out that maybe the darkest evil is a lack of hope. So maybe it's a hope sucker or a belief sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Not like something you can suck on, but that sucks the hope out of you. We open Pandora's box and we put it in the coconut. (laughs) And Pan gets sucked inside instead of his shadow. So they're going to use that to somehow defeat Pan. Yep. What it does, I don't know, who has to activate it, how they activate it, how they open it. Honestly, Pandora's box. It seems just slightly over the top for getting rid of Peter Pan. Well. It is a pretty big deal. It's smaller than I ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And Rumple has it. Oh, apparently the darkest evil isn't very big. It's just very dark and very apparently. evil. <laughs> it's got a pretty box, though. But there are some people who help us out of the box sometimes. And those are our wonderful sponsors that we really, really appreciate your kind donations to each episode of the podcast. And this episode is brought to you by DJ Firewolf, David Newland, Lisa Slack, and Julia Portella. Thank you so much for your donations to make this episode of One's Podcast possible. We really, really appreciate the support because it does cost a lot to run the podcast. So every little bit counts. And all four of these are subscribers. So they've signed up to automatically donate every month a certain amount. And you can donate either with a one-time donation or an ongoing automatic monthly donation like these four have. And whichever way you choose, we are so grateful for it. And if you'd like to be one of these sponsors, like DJ, David, Lisa, and Julia, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. This this new approach that they're taking, or this, this new direction they're taking, Henry, of he now is convinced, he's believing a lie, and he is child's gullible on the way to skull rock no pandora's joke joke no pandora's box (laughs) jokes now but what do you think is in skull rock (laughs) because they're not going to open pandora's box by going to and it can't be the darkest evil because that's in pandora's box so um you know i just don't know Again, Pan referred to the heart of the truest believer, and that would take belief and and sacrifice. But he's not trying to save magic. He's trying to make himself powerful. Well. Because saving magic was part of the lie. Is it? Yes. It was part of what Wendy said, but Pan has also said it before. I know. That magic is dying. He can seem very genuine when he's talking to Henry. Yeah, but... We know more and more what he's lying about. Yeah, that's true. So so it might be something that makes him more powerful. I don't know why he wants to be more powerful. Well, that's what everyone who's powerful wants is more powerful. I'm uh, more power. Yeah, but there's a reason. But I wonder if Henry is actually going to be sacrificed in Skull Rock, and that's what Pan has in mind for him. 
Because what kind of sacrifice would Henry have to make? Unless it's just something like sacrificing some of his blood or <laughs> telling belief. a secret. Henry can make stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, yeah. I don't think uh, they've necessarily done enough foreshadowing for us to come up with any reasonable hypothesis. <laughs> Do you think Tink likes Neil? I don't know. I've only seen them together for 10 seconds. Yeah, but the way she kind of looked at him. I old was friends. Thinking, well, yeah, old friends or maybe a little bit, bit more. No love quadrangles. So no. What would the ship be for that? Teal? No. Or... Ninkerbell? <laughs> Nink. Tinkerfire. Let me help you guys out. Can you tell I don't like ships? Belk. <laughs> what? Belk. <laughs> or Bink. Binkerbell. <laughs> I'm tired of just save Henry. <laughs> anyway. yeah. No more relationships. Save Henry. That's all. <laughs> That's what's in Skull Rock. The end to ships. That will restore magic or whatever the heck has to happen here. Save their relationships. I like that. Speaking of relationships. No, not save and. <laughs> well, save the ones that need to be saved. Okay, that's fine. But we can do that. I like that Snow is now willing and has confessed that she's saying, I would have stayed with you. I Or she's willing to stay to dodge the um, the arrows from the Lost Boys, you know, all of that stuff that they said. There, that was a thing. Thank you, guys. If they had been fighting for the next two or three weeks, I would have been so annoyed. They worked it out tonight. Thank you. But it was, I think, a pretty realistic kind of yeah. approach. The whole cold shoulder thing, the, the fight, the emotions that each of them were feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it worked well for them. Yes, I was I was happy with the resolution. I do wonder, how are all of them going to use the shadow to get out of Neverland? <laughs> I know, I was like, they're like, it's the shadow, Tink. We've totally got this. We're all going to hop aboard the shadow, and he's just definitely going to do our bidding. And I was trying to imagine this dog pile on the shadow, not, you know, a literal dog pile, like all the people, flying through the air. And, like, I don't know. Everyone grab a leg. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't enough legs. We'll grab his head and stuff. And Maybe they'll make a shadow harness with, like, a basket at the bottom. And it'll be like <laughs> a, a hot air balloon, only a shadow at the top. And they'll have some kind of whip or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a not chariot. Good. Not good. Well, oh, yes, a chariot. A shadow chariot. But it's a human. That's not good either. Never mind. I do wonder, can they control the shadow? Because if they just let the shadow out, and grab onto a leg. Well, how do they know he's going to Storybrooke? Apparently, it's the stupidest shadow in the history. Well, there probably isn't a history of shadows. But, I mean, he goes straight toward flames, gets trapped in coconuts. He takes people, little boys who believe, to Neverland. Even when they have already got the boy they're looking for, he still does it. So maybe when you just jump on his back, he just takes you back or maybe they have somebody in storybrooke some little kid say i believe and then the shadow goes to get him and he's like i've got like eight people hanging off of me i'm gonna go get that boy even though this whole plan has already failed and then he just takes them back it it could work and then they just have to you know 
swipe at it with swords or you know trap it in another coconut and they're fine i did love seeing that there's a place where the shadows hang out and kind of a scary place yes that was creepy but cool i wonder if cool if the other shadows that are there are of any consequence who they are are there so many shadows yeah was greg's shadow there I, i wonder that was rumpelstiltskin's shadow maybe there I just have a feeling that Rumpelstiltskin's shadow wouldn't really want to associate very much with the others. <laughs> I just feel like he's as much of a loner as Rumpel is. Well, he's he's so much of a loner, he's dead. Why hasn't he come back? Greg? No. Or Greg's shadow? No, Rumpel's shadow. Oh, R- Rumpel's shadow. That's uh, who we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, sorry. Got mixed up there. Which shadow? <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> it's just the eyes you have to look at the eyes <laughs> i yeah so rumpelstiltskin shadows is somewhere out there with the dagger and and we don't i mean i'm thinking that if there's a place where shadows go to hang out then that's where rumpelstiltskin shadow went depending on how obedient no. it is to rumpelstiltskin i think it should just go back to him just stick to his feet till it needs to go get the dagger And, like, what is the nature of shadows? If they're their own entities, but Pan's shadow does his bidding, does the shadow have a choice? Is it, like, a slave to the person? Is someone going to lead a shadow freedom act? (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, okay, that's being a little bit ridiculous. I, yeah, I don't understand the nature of them. But... Maybe you do. And we'd love to hear from you, your thoughts and theories on this episode. If you want to share your opinions, what you liked and didn't like, the best place to go is oncepodcast.com slash forums and join the forums, discuss it there, share your theories and ideas there with other fans and your opinions on the episode. And if you want to send feedback for the podcast that we can consider including in the podcast full discussion, which we do on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, then please email feedback at oncepodcast.com and just make sure that you put the episode title in the subject line and the episode title is dark hollow send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or ios device and send a voice message right through the website and we'd love to try and incorporate your feedback before our wednesday full discussion just get that feedback into us before 2 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday for it to be considered. Anything after that, we can't guarantee that we'll be able to consider it. But we'd love to try and get you involved with the podcast by including your feedback in the podcast with us. And you can also comment directly on stuff that we talk about in this episode by going to the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 120. Anything else Initial reactions-wise, since we're all over the place, anything else that stood out to you about this, things you think we need to research from here on out? Hmm. Not much comes to mind. I'm happy for Ariel. I do wonder what John and Michael have been doing this whole time, because they knew exactly who they're working for. They're not out to destroy magic, but what have they been doing? I know after a hundred years, you would think at some point they'd be like, you know... This isn't living. Let's be done doing all this crap for Pan and save our sister or die trying. 
We always had fights with our sister, so we're just gonna, you know, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> we we did our best, Wendy. Um, bye. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> of course, since we got back into Rumple Shop, we'll be looking at more screenshots again to see if there are any cool things. Uh, of course, the the fun stuff that Ariel was picking up was cool. She still didn't say Dingle Hopper. I know. She's she never going to. to. She needs to say it. She knows what a fork is. Maybe it will be when she finds Eric that they'll go out on a date and there will be a fork and she'll be like, I didn't go hopper. And then like all the fans will go wild. Maybe. I guess it could have been long enough that she forgot what it's really called. <laughs> yeah. And what's she been doing all this time? Where she's, where has she been? But we talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. in previous discussions. So we're so thankful to you for listening to this episode. And also, I'm thankful to Katie578. Well, we're thankful to Katie578 <laughs> from the United States and Keyboard Master, who is also Jack, who does our show notes for oh. us and the podcast from the Philippines for leaving kind reviews for us in iTunes over at oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. And by the way, I mentioned the Philippines. They just had this massive typhoon go out there so please send uh, good thoughts and prayers for those in philippines and thankfully jack is okay and uh, she is from the philippines and she works for us so we're very grateful that she's okay and also uh, pray for and consider everyone else out there and if there's a program that you'd like to support that will help with uh, maybe damage or rescue or whatever out there then please certainly consider that but our thoughts go out to those in the Philippines, and we hope that you are okay and safe. So, some cool stuff, and we want your feedback. Again, email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device. Last thing I want to ask you to do, because I know we ask a lot of you, but you guys are so, so kind to do so much for us, really. And that is the podcast awards. We could not be in the podcast awards if it wasn't for your help. So thank you so much for nominating us. The voting is still going on and will be for the next few days through November 15th. So if you would, please take some time. It only takes a couple minutes. And in fact, if you use LastPass on your computer, it takes even fewer minutes. It can You can vote at oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards, oh. learn how to vote. You can vote in the podcast awards in seconds if you use LastPass or something that can automatically fill a form for you. But we'd love your support by voting for us every single day over at podcastawards.com. Here's how you can support all of our podcasts. Under the business and people's choice categories, vote for beyond the to-do list. Under the best produced category, please vote for this one. Uh, this podcast, Once Once Upon a Time podcast, under comedy, vote for The Ramen Noodle, under religion inspiration, vote for Are You Just Watching, and under technology, vote for The Audacity to Podcast. If you're curious about what other podcasts you could vote for, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash podcast of awards to see who else we're voting for and other people that we'd like to see awards win awards in the podcast awards. And thank you so much for nominating us and thank you for voting for us. And 
We look forward to hearing from you for our upcoming full discussion. But in the meantime, please connect with us. You can comment on the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 120. And you can follow us on Twitter at oncepodcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And follow our co-host Jenny on Twitter at Jenny's Nook. And until next time, remember, it will require heroism, sacrifice. And the only question is, are you up to the task? Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to the sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to be one of those sponsors for a future episode, you can make a one-time or ongoing donation. Please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.